You're listening to the Do Good Podcast, official podcast of the Do Good Collab, where it's our purpose to build a community with no boundaries that connects us not because of what we do or a specific interest, but to feel a shared mission and quest towards improving our collective human lives and the planet around us. If we can create a force for good that aligns us between all areas of work and expertise and lets us feel like we're on the same broader team while we continue our individual work, imagine the world we can create. You're about to hear me and Steph Belsky, founder of Love of Good, talk all about changing the narrative on nonprofit and for-profit companies to show how when you create win-wins for everyone involved who you're working with, being for-profit may be an even more empowering way to push social impact and do good for each other. Steph, through love of good, creates amazing relationships between influencers who genuinely want to have a positive impact and no BS social causes, aligning the best influencers and social cause organizations to make big social change. Let's get right into it. I'm not sure how to start this, but I'm just going to say, whoa. I'm here today with are we Steph. Recording? We are recording. <laughs> I didn't know you'd start. That was the official intro. You <laughs> that was the official that was intro. The official Moving intro. forward, that's just we're just already be, past whoa. the intro. I'm here. With, <laughs> I'm here with Steph Belsky, the founder of Love of Good on the Do Do of Good. I, of, try, I tried to love make of something. Good? Loving doing good. <laughs> Having a love of doing good a little bit more yes. in our day-to-day lives. Yes. And trying to spread that. Thank you so much for Thank being you, here. Thank you, Matt. This is awesome. Very happy to be here. Can you tell me a little bit more just like about your story and your background leading up to this moment sitting here Happily. with me today? So um, my background is in PR and marketing and advertising. I started the marketing department for collegehumor.com, a comedy website. Super and famous comedy website. Yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. No, it was, it was great. So you were at College Humor. Yeah. And then Yeah. So I was I was at College Humor, learned a ton. I was there for five years doing everything from social media to our on campus reps program to our link exchange partnerships with over eight thousand websites all over. Um and then I I helped to grow our YouTube channel to over three million subscribers. And that got the attention. That's a lot of subscribers. Yeah, not not too bad. Wait, uh, when you joined College Humor, was it more like a startup? Yeah, I was I was there in the early stages. Um, I joined in two thousand seven. All all the good, bad, and ugly, um, but mostly really good and really fun. And turning a profit as a bunch of twenty somethings and not killing each other was you know pretty impressive. But yeah, so so I um I was at CH and learned so much and then I got moved across the country 
to work for a talent management agency that was specifically for YouTubers, hmm. the the OG social media influencers. Mm-hmm. Uh, before they were social media influencers, they were they were creating on YouTube. Yeah, so I feel like there. OG YouTube creators <laughs> were the first influencers that, at least that I can remember. Yeah, no one else engages their fans quite like influencers do. And that's why brands are paying them millions of dollars for, Mm -hmm. you know, five Instagram posts. It's because the brand doesn't want to toot its own horn, right? And even if it did, nobody would hear it. I remember hearing all that marketing is, is just getting the right people to say good things about you. Sure. So... Yeah. And like, hey, say good things about us. Right. You, people like you. Right. It's validating. <laughs> it's social proof. Yes, exactly. And it's and again, it's earning that trust. So if the talent, if the content creator is not authentic and sincere in their endorsement, it's going to backfire across the board. Mm-hmm. Right. You're going to have an unhappy advertiser. You're going to see in the content that the creator kind of just like phoned it in just to get it done. And then the content creator also feels like, oh, now I'm not being real with mm-hmm. my with my audience. And so that's going to piss off the audience. This next generation is so savvy and you can't advertise to them like you used to be able to. And you wouldn't want to. That's not fun. It's not creative. It's just a brand saying how great they are. And now you have an opportunity to get that endorsement from a much stronger place. So then also you have to think about the fans, right? You Mm -hmm. have to think about that relationship that the creator has with their fans and make sure that that's never going to feel jeopardized or make the talent feel uncomfortable in any way. So we really take the time to think about each of those moving parts separately and then how are they all going to work together in tandem. So I want to talk, I want to dig in more to your model. I guess we should probably Um, talk about love a good. But before we talk about your model, I want to talk a little bit about social impact and companies like yours being nonprofit, but you push this messaging that we're for profit and this is actually probably a better thing than us, yeah. us being nonprofit. Agreed. When- and and here's here's the myth that everyone forgets about nonprofits is they actually do make money. Yeah. <laughs> they right? are they are yes, they're yes. profiting. And and I always <laughs> think that we should really change the term nonprofits and make it for purpose. Because that's that's what they're doing. And what's really cool is to see this evolution of the B Corp, benefit corporations. These are companies that are for-profit companies that have social good instilled in their business model. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to bring those two worlds together, right? Like some companies have a nonprofit arm that's fine. Have your foundation. Beautiful. But I I really think that for where the world is going is benefit corporations. Mm -hmm. We're a benefit corporation. That was really important to me because that opens you up to a whole community of other B Corps that have the same mission of not seeing a difference between making money and helping to change the world. 
nonprofits are starting to wake up to the idea that, oh, shoot, like, I can't just go and ask a company for money anymore. I have to be really strategic in thinking about what are the business goals? How am I, as a nonprofit, helping this company with their bottom line? That's what the CEO and the C-suite care about. Yeah, sure, great. Give me all the feels. Nice. But what's, what's moving my bottom line? And I think that's really our differentiator. That's what we're doing is we're saying, like, we want to help you do what you're doing. Just do it a little bit better. <laughs> Not More intentionally. In, yes. Yes, like, exactly. Let's, let's help you guys do what you're already doing and already spending money Correct. on more intentionally. And then on the nonprofit side, they feel more empowered to go after different sponsors or maybe re-engage their current sponsors that they've worked with in the past because now they have they have something concrete that they can present and feel good about knowing okay, we're, we're giving you something. This isn't just a one-way streak anymore. This is a symbiotic right. relationship. It's mutual. Yeah. Not just transactional. Right. It's like because of the nature of the, the work they're doing, people have to be engaged. Yeah. And that's also where the influencer or the talent piece kind of comes into play in that they are able to activate their fan bases around this cause that they passionately support as well as a brand that is giving back and doing good and the talent is getting paid (laughs) because they should you are entrusting your brand with their audience they're giving a more authentic and intimate endorsement when there is a cause Mm -hmm. behind it that they actually care about correct correct I feel like I've heard of other organizations that pair influencers with causes they care about. What do you think they're maybe not doing as well that you're trying to do better? I don't know that they're not doing it as well because... (laughs) because, (laughs) That's valid. I mean, who who am I to tell (laughs) anybody that they're doing their job wrong? I think that that's one of the benefits of a consultant is that you're bringing in somebody who can have an outsider's point of view who you know has has worked with talent before and who can really understand from the nonprofit side where the nonprofit is coming from and help to advocate for them because 9 times out of 10 it's all driven by by the talent and the nonprofit kind of gets pushed aside and told what's going to happen Yeah, there are a couple of other examples of brilliant creative agencies coming up with awesome ideas for nonprofits and then putting it on them saying, okay, great, we did this thing for you pro bono for three months, and now we're out and we're going to go win a social good award. And it's like, (laughs) who is that helping? (laughs) You could have been offering this brilliant idea to one of your advertisers, and then everyone can capitalize off of it. So could you give me an example of this kind of interaction going right (laughs) on behalf of love of good? What's a brand or talent that you've worked with and you were like, wow, that really was a win-win? Like, can you give me an example? Yes, I can. 
I guess one of my favorite examples was from when we launched the company in 2017 at San Diego Comic-Con. And You launched the company at Comic-Con? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, we went to San Diego Comic-Con with Skybound, which is the production company of Robert Kirkman, who is the creator of the comic book series The Walking Dead. We said, okay, great. We're we're happy to help you find sponsors. Can we put a cause behind it? And what would be the nonprofit of choice? And so, of course, the comic book legal defense fund, uh, defending <laughs> First Amendment rights of comic book creators, naturally. Then I said, okay, well, what what's the idea? What sort of activations are you going to be doing over the course of Comic-Con? And it turned out that they were having like a 72-hour Twitch stream. And they were filming it and doing fan meetups IRL. Uh, but they were also activating and engaging fan bases digitally as mm. well. And so I said, okay, let me, let me see the slate of programming that you have lined up. They were like, why do you need to see that? And I was like, just trust me. <laughs> so I honed in on three different panels, but my the most fun activation we did was a panel that was more or less, how would things go down if the zombie apocalypse were to actually happen? <laughs> and they brought I've in... I've had many of these conversations when I was young. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And way more fun to have them with the cast of The Walking Dead. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So they brought in um, they brought in somebody from the CDC. They brought in somebody from the FBI. They brought in somebody from Google. Oh, like Google. legit people? Legit that's panelists. so crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. It was terrifying and fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> For like your zombie Comic-Con fan, yeah. they must have been like, whoa. Yeah, just insane. And so... Um, you know, the world runs on relationships. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to a friend's dad who owns a emergency preparedness kit company called Get Ready Now. Like a med kit company? It's everything that you need in case of an emergency. What kind of emergency? Uh, well, a zombie apocalypse, <laughs> Matt. No, it's, it's like earthquake, hurricane, okay. like any sort of natural disaster, or even, you know, if your car breaks down, they have a hmm. car kit. So then then I, I said, okay, send me a couple grand <laughs> and about 50 uh, get ready now official quote unquote zombie apocalypse survival kits to San Diego and a discount code that we can flash up on the screen where when people go to purchase the official zombie apocalypse survival kit, Get Ready Now will make a donation to CBLDF. And um, from a from a PR perspective, you can't ask for better organic, authentic placement. We gave a kit to all the panelists. They loved it so much that they put it front and center on the screen. We're talking about how you could use all of the different things that were in the kit and like how you would use these objects and when you would use them with zombies attacking. And it was just fantastic. And so across all of those activations, um, like I said, we worked on like three or four different panels. We were able to bring in $20,000 in sponsorships and donations. Wow. 
Yeah. So that was that was sort of like, oh, hey, there's there's something here. And and that was just great fun. What would you say are the most fulfilling aspects of the work that you do? And like, what does fulfillment mean to you? That's a great question. I think what's what's fulfilling to me is seeing the relationships we build and seeing them sustained. Mm -hmm. Because if a nonprofit gets introduced to a company that they would have never thought of working with before or associated with, you know, some big talent or a professional athlete or a gamer or anybody, that's more cred for them than they've ever had. You know, on the brand side of things, they're increasing sales and that's helping their bottom line, which is going to then ripple out into, okay, we received now we have to give back more and seeing these win-wins yeah that also create a larger positive impact because Absolutely. of them yeah. yeah it's it's the greatest job that i've given myself and i am so blessed and grateful every day that i get to do this for a living That's ostensibly awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so how can people contact you how can they contact me? Well, uh, you can check out the website, loveofgood.com. You can also email me directly, steph, S-T-E-P-H, at loveofgood.com. Um, you can follow me on social media. We're at loveofgoodco across the board. And then my handle is at Steph Belsky. Well, Steph, thank you so much for being on the Do Good podcast today. I hope people got a lot of golden nuggets, that insight, that knowledge. Who knows out what of they the- got. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. All that's right. a wrap. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> Whoever you are, wherever you are, you're appreciated. I appreciate you for taking the time to listen to this podcast, whether you liked it a little or a lot. And I hope you feel inspired to join us on this shared mission to improve the world alongside each other and the quality of our human lives. If you want to learn more, visit our website at dogoodcollab.com. That's dogoodcollab.com. I put this podcast out at least once a week, so stay tuned. Truly, we can live an amazing, enjoyable life together. But we have to make it happen together. Let's make it happen.